He is the way and the truth and the life. We have to die in order to live. Well, good morning, Father. Good morning, John Ray. Welcome to episode 35 of Beyond the Homily. Beyond the Homily. Yeah, but St. Pius. I always want to say Beyond the Gospel. I know I've said that before, but for some reason I Is there a significant number with 35? It comes right after 34 and right before 36. 36. It's kind of sandwiched in between the two. Mm, There's something there. I I want our listeners to find out. I mean, it's over a month's worth of homilies. So if you're just starting out, you know, like if this is episode one for you, you could go back and listen to them for the rest of the summer and you would be caught up and still have some summer left. Yeah. For the month of July, you can listen to one episode a day and find out what's what's beyond the homily. And you would still have some episodes left to listen to. Yep. Because there's 31 days in July. Did you know that there's 31 days in July and August? No. Yep. Julius Caesar and Augustine. Uh, was he a, a Caesar? Mm-hmm. Augustus? Yeah. Both of them thought that they were special, so each of them get 31 really? days in that month. Yeah. Go ahead. I, I, I woke up. I wasn't expecting to learn today, nope. but there we go. I know because school's out. School is out. So how, how is it um, now that you're going to experience your first week of um, no school? Uh, it's... So my schedule has significantly uh, decreased because of it. Now, I still have meetings all day long. I still have kind of appointments and and stuff. I'm still running around. But before, when I would have five minutes, ten minutes, I would walk through the school for like five minutes, go inside like two classrooms and then leave. And now I don't I don't do that. And so it's now I have small periods of kind of quiet where I can, you know, do what do the work I'm supposed to do. (laughs) So uh, it's it's definitely quiet. I'm still busy, but it is different not having, you know, 600 kids around. Sure. So it's uh, but it's good. Whenever I came here in July of last uh, last year, um, you know, I had one full month without school. And so this will be two months without school. I like it. So um, what I hear you saying is to all our podcast listeners is father needs some stuff to do. <laughs> uh, yeah. So if you've been looking for a reason to set an appointment, you got the perfect opportunity. Summertime is it? Well, the, uh, I've, I've, I've gone to, I've gone to a few people's houses already, you know, kind of just, uh, people inviting me over and it, it, that's nice. Cause I'm able to kind of do more, or different types of ministry uh, because the school is like, at least just for a few months, you know, until the school comes back in. in so session. I also hear you saying that you like to eat. Well, so I, if you like to cook, have father over. Look, I tell people, you and know, if you, you don't like to cook, I'm sure you can do takeout. Yeah. I tell people if you don't, you know, you don't have to cook this big thing. You can, but I mean, I'm all right with raising canes too, you know? Sure. <laughs> so we didn't record last week. No, I was so there was kind of two things I was pressing last week. Last week I, I got sick. It was kind of a, uh, it was I was coming off of a stomach bug, and that was pretty radical. And then I got I came down with something else whenever the virus when that virus that stomach bug left, and uh, I ended up having to go into the hospital for like a day. And you know, by all means, it was um, it was came as fast as it came. It left. And well, so the hospital I, sounds pretty serious. Are you all right? 
Oh, yeah, 100%. In fact, I, I got out uh, Tuesday morning, and I celebrated the uh, school mass Tuesday evening, had the Wednesday morning mass, and and so there was that. I got sick at the beginning of the week, but then also at the end of the week, school let out. And so we were kind of running around with different school things. Uh, so last week was a, a busy but a good week. Cool. Um, we have a busy week next week. Next week, we're going to Cove Crest in Georgia. This will be the first year I go. I hear amazing things. I have some friends that were ordained with me uh, that actually work over there. You know, they're priests for Georgia and that, you know, they kind of, I don't know if that's like a summer thing for them or something like that, but they kind of. A lot of diocesan. So I used to host camp. I don't mm -hmm. know if you knew that. Um, uh, for like five years, uh, every week they have a different speaker, a host. And for like five years, um, one week out of the summer, I would. I, I would get the opportunity to go and kind of just witness to the kids. And there's a, a lot of diocese um, vocational offices that will send their seminarians um, as summer missionaries to camp just for human formation. Yeah. Yeah. So. And uh, I mean, a lot of uh, our own di uh, parishes around our diocese are there. Like I know that we have a few over there this week. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if any outside of us are going next week. Um, but I, it's I know um, Prompt Sucker and another parish in Alexandria are going to be there next week. I met some people last night. Okay, okay. Well, that would be interesting because I have a few friends in Alexandria. I might have to text them mm. and see. I text my friends in Georgia, the priest over there, and, and uh, you know, try to try to see him while we're over there but i'm excited it'll be the first year i go and i hear incredible things about it so i'll be it'll be happening to me the first time too well i'll have a first too it'll be the first time that i'm there as a dad chaperone and not the youth minister and there we go so um and we're gonna do something exciting we're gonna actually record this podcast next week at camp that's the plan so um it, it should be interesting we'll have like 400 not from St. Pius, but there should be four or five hundred teenagers at camp next week. Gosh, that, yeah, that'd be amazing. And I think it would be cool. We may invite some of our some of our teens to join us on the podcast while while we're there. Yeah, just to get their own feedback on everything. Yep. Yeah, that'd so, be awesome. So we probably just FYI won't release the podcast next week on Wednesday because camp starts on Monday. So if we record it on Tuesday, like we normally do, it would be so fresh. So maybe mm -hmm. we'll record Wednesday or Thursday and release it towards the latter part of the week. Mm -hmm. So stay tuned for that. There we go. So this past Sunday was a big feast. The ascension of our blessed Lord into heaven. Okay. So we didn't talk about this, but you know, as we as we bring it up, let's talk a little bit about the history because I grew up knowing the feast as Ascension Thursday. Yep. Right. And people still refer to it as Ascension Thursday. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not mistaken, do other parts of the world still celebrate it on that Thursday? Yeah. And in fact, uh, in the United States, the option is preferred that it's celebrated on Thursday. Okay. Now the option is given that it's moved to Sunday. Because so give us a little history about like for our mm -hmm. listeners who remember mm -hmm. it on Thursdays, why are we now celebrating? Bring it on. This is a great teaching teaching yeah. point. And so, okay, so this kind of goes to the liturgical calendar. Liturgical calendar, we all know this. You know, we talked about Advent and ordinary time and Christmas, and we're yeah. in the season of Easter. Yeah, and so whenever these kind of feast days, these solemnities, or what have you, where they fall at, what days uh, throughout the year, we call this the liturgical calendar. 
the liturgical calendar had a reform in the 60s, 70s, and then whenever it reformed, this means it kind of changed some things around in, in the eyes of the church, um, Ascension Thursday was always a solemnity and held on Thursday, and so people would be required. In the reform of the liturgical calendar, it gave the option for pastoral reasons, pastoral necessity, that if bishops saw that, you know, if Thursday was too uh, demanding on the people or too stren uh, str uh, it'd be too strenuous on them, you can move it to the Sunday. Mm. And so that's kind of been the practice that is moved to the Sunday. See, this is interesting to me because w what I just heard you saying was that this reform took place in the 60s and 70s. Mm -hmm. Well, I was an 80s kid. And so apparently the bishops that we had when I was growing up kept the option for Thursday. Mm -hmm. And then at some point, I don't remember when, we got a bishop who moved that option to Sunday. Yeah, and look, there's still places in the United States where you know, bishops like, nope, it's on Thursday. So we could effectively, we could essentially one day have a bishop back in the Diocese of Lafayette who moved the option back to yep. Thursday. Yep, yep. And the other thing that I hear you say and for mm -hmm. all of our listeners is the church has, quote, all these rules and regulations and notice that she keeps you in mind when there are options. Yeah, and so because the sacraments, the, uh, the economy of salvation, we've talked about this before, how God saves his people, right? Well, people are involved, huh? And so we're, we're held to a certain standard, right? And that's justice, but there's also mercy. So our Lord is perfectly just, but also per perfectly merciful. And so while it holds us to a golden standard, as we should, because we're the light of Christ to the nations, uh, you know, should we, you know, something happens, or, that there's mercy involved. And the same thing is regard to this. Exactly. So there's the church isn't just all about the business of throwing hurdles in front of you that you have to jump in order to gain salvation. Mm -hmm. The church is also conscious of the reality that we live super busy lives. And if she can help us in that rather than hurting us in that, she will. Yeah. And so uh, Ascension Thursday, still on a Thursday, right? Because there's it's uh, what is it? Uh, 40 days after after uh, Easter is the Ascension because 50 days is Pentecost. Ooh, right? that's this Sunday. This upcoming Sunday. We're going to be at camp and talking about Pentecost. And that's going to be fun. It's uh, Pentecost. So I kind of brought this up. Uh, the liturgical calendar reform. Pentecost used to be an octave. There was only three octaves in the entire year. Christmas, Easter, and Pentecost. Because Pentecost... That's the third person of the Trinity is God. And so without getting too much into the weeds, now it's only one day, which for a preacher like me is impossible. <laughs> How can I tell? What am I going to talk about? So for, can we petition Rome? <laughs> yeah. Well, look, that, there's been people because that have Because I'm all that. about the Holy Spirit. Oh, look. Well, look, I grew up in the renewal. So, Well, Pentecost used to be eight days because the tradition was you preached on the Holy the the spiration of the Holy Spirit, the Father and the Son sending the Holy Spirit into the world. And then we talked about that in an episode uh, way back in the beginning. So if you're wondering what spiration is, you got to go back to the beginning mm -hmm. and find that episode. I don't know which one it is, but we did it. And then, uh, and then uh, they, the preacher would dedicate one day for each of the, uh, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Now, you know, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the fruits of the Holy Spirit, the charisms of the Holy Spirit, uh, the different images of the Holy Spirit, right, um, or the work of the Holy Spirit in the church. All these, these are 20-minute homilies each. And so the... Uh, 
it's a lot and so I'm, right now I'm just praying about what the Holy Spirit wants me to talk about for this upcoming Sunday because it's not only Pentecost Sunday but on a more personal note uh, June the 5th which is this Sunday is my one year anniversary to the priesthood oh and so I didn't I, realize our anniversaries are so close oh yeah Alicia and I celebrate 17 years Friday there we go and so the wor- a work of the Holy Spirit ordaining a man and raising him to the dignity of the priest of Christ's priesthood. So I'm going to try to work that into there somewhere. Um, all in 10 minutes or less. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, hey, look, I edit the homilies. I know you don't do 10 minutes or less. <laughs> Let's just be honest. That's okay. That's okay. So the, uh, so the Ascension, Ascension so, yeah, Thursday, Ascension. Now that we've given the liturgical history of the yeah. Ascension, uh, why and, don't we talk about Pentecost the Ascension? a little bit. Yeah, why don't we talk about the Ascension? Uh, the Ascension. Why did Christ ascend into heaven? I know people, our listeners have probably heard this a million times, but there's a difference between Ascension and Assumption, right? Our Blessed Mother was assumed into heaven. Y'all remember the joke? What was that? No, you said this before. Yeah, Mary walked into Joseph's woodshop and said, hey, can I have a minute? Uh, I had a dream. And Joseph put his hammer down, wiped the sweat from his brows and said, yeah, what's that? And she said, I dreamt that I was going to be taken up into heaven, body and soul. And he said, now, Mary, that's just an assumption on your part. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> There's the, there's the Catholic dad jokes. Yep. <laughs> so the uh, Mary assumed into heaven by the power of the uh, of the Trinity, even despite Joseph's, uh, you know, not believing it <laughs> uh, the beginning. But um, Mary was assumed. That's into not heaven. theology. It was a joke, guys. Yeah. I just yeah, I don't want to be called a heretic and run out the church. The, uh, <laughs> and then and then Jesus uh, ascended into heaven by His own power because He is now, of course, in union with the Father and the Spirit because uh, they don't work against each other but by his own power ascended into heaven because he's God so Jesus ascended into heaven don't you think there's a lot of people that would think that wouldn't Jesus do more good on earth if he was still here like mm. if for that if for the past 2,000 years Jesus was still with us right and 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 because then people wouldn't doubt or people wouldn't you know they'd see Jesus and he wouldn't age and he'd be able to walk through walls and he had the stigmata you know the marks of the uh, the crucifixion that would never bleed and uh, you know he could never get hurt and so Jesus is walking among us for 2000 years why did he ascend into heaven that's kind of the quite well there's a uh, there's a few answers for it the first Jesus ascended into heaven to show us the way to heaven. Jesus ascended into heaven because he wanted to show us what we were working for and that what we should yearn for because Jesus is in heaven and not among us. If Jesus was here among us, then I wouldn't necessarily be yearning for heaven or working for heaven because I have Jesus right here. Mm. And so there's, why would I work so for heaven? So heaven would be all around me. Yeah, so why would I work for heaven? Is I, I have Jesus right here. I said, no, you need to do these things so that you can get to heaven, so that you can meet Jesus face to face. Well, hey, and look, let's let's be honest. Peter still sinned 
when Jesus was mm-hmm. in his presence. People right? still listened to Jesus and doubted. Mm-hmm. Uh, people still saw Jesus ascend, uh, you know, rose from the dead, and they still uh, the, worked against him. The end of the Gospel of Matthew, I think mm-hmm. we talked about that in, the, uh, in, in an episode um, where, you know, he said, uh, go therefore and make disciples of all nations. At the very beginning, it said, they saw him and they worshiped and they doubted. Yeah. And look, we could we could say like, oh, well, you know, more people would believe if they saw these miracles. Look, I'll tell you right now, I see miracles a lot and I see people where miracles are affected and it depends on the person. If this person lives a life of faith, is open to the spirit, then absolutely their life has changed. If not, then their life has not changed. That they witness this miracle and this this truly miraculous thing and uh they go back to living their life yeah miracles are still real um yeah oh absolutely and why are they still real the supernatural powers that existed in the gospels still mm-hmm. happen today the second reason why jesus ascended into heaven is so that he can send the holy spirit Ooh. If Jesus... John 13, right? Mm-hmm. And you will do greater things than these because of the advocate. I say, yeah, and I will send... Uh, I, why are you looking to the clouds? Uh, you cannot follow me. I will send uh, the paraclete, mm-hmm. right? uh, an advocate, the comforter. I right? used to share that with our confirmation candidates because, you know, sac- we've talked about the sacrament of confirmation, but confirmation is all about the unleashing and the stirring up of the Holy Spirit that you received and a manifestation of those gifts, right? Mm-hmm. And I would use that gospel as an example. Like Jesus said, hey, you've seen me raise people from the dead. You've seen me restore sight. You've seen me, uh, you know, uh, uh, give the speak speech to the mute that the, the deaf can hear. Like you've seen me multiply fish and loaves and turn 180 gallons of wine, of water into wine, right? Mm-hmm. You saw all these miracles and you will do greater things than these because of the coming of the paraclete. Yeah. And so that this spiration of the spirit where the father and the son send the Holy Spirit out of love into the world. That is the spiration is an action of the father and the son in union with the Holy Spirit, but sending the Holy Spirit into the world, uh, into the church. And so if Jesus never ascended into heaven, we would never receive the Holy Spirit which is equally God. And hey, y'all, in a very real thing, like, you know, yeah, sure, the Holy Spirit absolutely can affect miracles and use us as the the conduit of those miracles, right? Or we could be the... the, we could receive, receive the it. miracles. I, I was going to use a big, I, I, yeah, I, you use the $10 <laughs> words. I don't know why I was trying. And the, the more, you know, the more, the more normalcy to the Holy Spirit in our life is the promptings that we receive every day, you mm-hmm. know, in every moment, yeah. right? The Holy Spirit is our guide. The Holy Spirit is the peace that stirs in us when we're discerning, right? The Holy Spirit is the one that leads us, is the one that teaches us to pray, not because we know how, but because he knows better than us. Yeah. Like, and so, yes, we can, we can receive we can receive miracles because of the Holy Spirit. We can be the, the, the conduit of the miracle in somebody else's life because of the Holy Spirit. But the, rea- the, the, the more important every day is we have the Holy Spirit as a guide in this life to help us become the saints that God created yeah. us to be. Yeah, the fruits of the Holy Spirit, huh? The fruits of the Holy Spirit. And so... Um, like bananas and apples. 
the uh, not those. the nine the uh, the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit, nine fruits of the Holy oh, the twelve twelve or nine. I think the nine. You're the theologian, not me. Yeah. Well, I, I was I've been kind of reading and praying with different things with the Holy Spirit uh, on the Holy Spirit, just to see what I'm preaching on for this upcoming week. And sure, still haven't discerned that one, <laughs> but because it's just so much, you know. The only one that stays in my head is hospitality. Um, I, when we would volunteer for Life Teens Convention, um, mm-hmm. one of the uh, one of the vice presidents would always say, and remember, hospitality is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. If you yeah. don't have it, pray for it. Yeah, well, <laughs> the, you know, love, joy, peace, mm-hmm. uh, hospitality. Uh, there's a patience, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, so to, to read that and say, oh, am I living in the Holy Spirit? How do you know you're living in the Holy Spirit? Are you a patient person? Mm-hmm. Are you a loving person? Are you forgiving? Are you, the, the fruits of the Holy Spirit are not these miracles that happen, that still happen, but these kind of, the attitude, much much more than an attitude change, but an actual person change. Yeah. It, it, it moves my soul to act differently. When we experience conversion, it's the Holy Spirit that is molding our hearts, mm-hmm. right? I mean, the Holy Spirit is here for so many reasons. Yeah, He's not just the drunk uncle we don't like to talk about, right? Yeah. And he's the drunk uncle we don't like to talk about because he's unpredictable, right? And if you truly surrender your life to the Holy Spirit, then your life is going to be unpredictable because yeah. because look at the apostles, right? Like, yeah. And so the, uh, there's an image, I think it's from St. John Chrysostom, that says the Holy Spirit is the rain and we are the earth. It said the rain doesn't change, but it produces different things for different objects mm. and different creation. So for me as a little acorn, it makes me into an oak tree. For you as a rosebush, it produces flowers. Or for you as a cow, it produces nourishment and life. And so for, for everyone, it gives different gifts and different fruits and you know to produce the life that you're supposed to live. But for the Holy Spirit, the rain, it doesn't change. Mm. Um, anyway, so the, the, the sun ascended and now making yeah, so, our way so, back. So, so, yeah. Yeah, back to the, the two reasons that we've cited so far is Jesus went to heaven to show us the way yep. and he went to heaven so that we could have the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And then the final reason. Drum roll. We have the Holy Spirit. Jesus ascended into heaven so that we can have the Eucharist. Mm. Think of that. Think of that radical thing I just said. Jesus did exactly what he couldn't do as a physical human person on earth by instituting the Eucharist. One of the things that he did is he now can be in every place mm-hmm. at all time physically. And so close to me, not even as closer than he could be as a physical person in, in front of me. So intimate I, with us because we can re- yeah, we, literally see, receive a priest that I used to work for said that, as we consume the Eucharist, the Eucharist then consumes all that is in us that mm-hmm. is not of Jesus. Yeah. Jesus has sent, Jesus left earth so that we can have the Eucharist. Devotion to the Eucharist, especially among priests, is absolutely paramount. 
I say priests because we all have people that we look to to kind of show us examples and stuff like that. You know, have our mom and dad for this. We have our grandparents for this. We even have our siblings, you know, older siblings that could show us, you know, these things. Priests are supposed to foster devotion to the Eucharist. And so they're very careful, the very devout way that a priest should handle the Eucharist should be handling our Lord because it is. Jesus ascended into heaven so that he can be present on every altar, everywhere, at all times for his people. That descending of the Holy Spirit not only happened at Pentecost, but it happens every day in all of the sacraments. Every time we have a baptism, the Holy Spirit descends and makes that person a child of God and removes original sin. Every time there's a confirmation, an outpouring of the Holy Spirit, a stirring up, uh, every time there's an anointing of the sick, every time the, uh, the Eucharist is conferred, every time there's a marriage that happens, the Holy Spirit enters that marriage forever. That anytime there's a, a ordination, no matter the weakness of the person, of the, of the man, uh, the Holy Spirit lifts him up into the dignity of Christ's priesthood. If Christ did not ascend into heaven, we wouldn't have a hope for heaven because Jesus is right in front of us. And so I would no longer work or hope for heaven. I wouldn't have the Holy Spirit in my life. And so I wouldn't have any of the sacraments. We wouldn't have a protection of the church because the Holy Spirit protects the church. At Pentecost is when the, Holy, the birth of the Catholic Church happened. That's the birth. Because the Holy Spirit descended upon the apostles in the upper room where they were once scared and now fearlessly preaching and dying for the faith. And finally, our blessed Lord ascended into heaven so that we can have the Eucharist. Jesus on every altar. And not just in one physical place, but in every altar, every time I receive him, I'm more intimate with Jesus than if he was physically in front of me. Isn't that crazy to think about? That in the Eucharist and in communion, I'm more in union with Jesus than if he was standing right in front of me. That's something that the angels can't even receive. Mm. So... We'll deep dive a little bit more into the Holy Spirit next week as mm -hmm. we talk about Pentecost. I don't need to recap the three reasons you just did. So the invitation, when we go to a sporting event, we wear our team colors, right? Mm -hmm. So this Sunday, we're celebrating Pentecost and it's red. Yeah. So the invitation is wear red to church Sunday. I'm right. all about, you know, people kind of dressing in a sense, like uh, men that wear like purple ties during Lent or, you know, especially like red during Pentecost or like, you know, white or gold, you know, for these big Easter and Christmas. I'm all about that. Yep. So uh, break out the red shirt, go buy one, get a red tie, whatever you need to do. Mm -hmm. um, let's uh, let's show up in color this Sunday. Yeah, there's a man that wears a different tie every single day at our parish. And I'm excited. I'm, that's kind of nerdy, but I'm excited to see what his tie is. <laughs> Love it. All right, guys. Well, we hope that you'll have a great rest of your week. Be sure to like us and follow us on your podcast listener of choice. And if this episode impacted your life, go ahead and share it with a friend. We look forward to seeing y'all this weekend. God bless. God bless. God bless.